we have a problem here in Whatcom County with meat. And how to, I mean, we can grow it, but how to get it ready to actually sell it to people, process it, butcher it, whatever term you want to use. It's a huge pinch right now. And there are more and more people growing their own meat, whether it's beef, lamb, goat, hogs, you name it, rabbits, but a very, very limited opportunities for people to get that meat processed and, and ready either for their own use or potentially to share or sell with somebody else. It's a big problem and it, it's a big barrier to this ideal that a lot of us have across the political spectrum about increasing the amount of food that we grow and consume all locally. And it turns out this problem isn't just here in Wycombe County. It's all over Washington State, as I've been hearing as I interview farmers for my podcast, Real Food, Real People podcast. And by the way, the latest episode comes out Monday. A uh, great uh, crop farmer from over in Quincy um, that you'll get to know, uh, at realfoodrealpeople.org, that launches Monday. This is The Farming Show here on KGMI News Talk 790. I'm Dylan Honkoop. So what do we do? about this meat processing issue. And, you know, you go to your traditional uh, butcher shops, you know, you could be waiting months, if not years, I've heard in some cases, or at least until way into next year to get a date to get your animal processed, if that's what you do. It's crazy. How, how, how can we make this whole local meat thing work? Well, there are folks working on it and a unique um process coming to light i just heard about this this week and had to get this gentleman on the program bob lauder joins us with a company called freesla he's the president and founder of this uh company and it all started kind of with trucks is that right bob uh, you for years worked right. out at at trivan truck body out in in um in ferndale yeah, that's right, Dylan. Um, that is where it started. Uh, Trivan started building uh, these mobile harvest units uh, way back in 2005. Uh, and this was a couple of years after the first small plant on wheels. It's, it's called a, a mobile harvest unit or a mobile slaughter unit was approved by the USDA uh, for use uh, as a processing facility, so as a USDA inspected facility, hmm. uh, was approved by the USDA right here in Washington State. So this was the first one in the whole country. And thankfully, everything went well with that, that first unit. Um, it is actually still in operation here in Washington State. Hmm. And uh, that then created a precedent for the use of these these units, uh, small uh, facilities like this, are right across the country. And, and that's how it started. And so shortly after that, in 2005, approximately, uh, Triban was approached by, uh, by uh, the gentleman that, that kind of got this, this idea going, and uh, they started building them. So uh, since 2005, quite a few of these units have been built, and I started uh, promoting these uh, at Trivan, I was I was hired there as a sales uh, in a sales role uh, to uh, sell 
you know, this, this equipment, but also other things. But, uh, mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of this became the specialist in these units and, uh, you know, was talking with, with people all over the country, uh, and really all over the world mm-hmm. that had the same problems that we face here locally. And that is, uh, just not, no local meat processing or very little. Now, but what you're talking about and and where you're going with this is is well beyond just uh, just a processing or a, a yeah a harvest you know unit as you're calling them, a harvest truck you know to to actually mm-hmm. go out and you know start the butchering process. You're talking about something quite a bit more than that. Explain you know, what's right. what's the need there. What what else is needed beyond what what's available. Uh, via these harvest sure. units. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, Friesel was formed to really provide a complete solution. So our tagline is restoring local meat processing. Mm. <clears throat> so really, uh, it's not just about, uh, harvesting the animal, but when you have that carcass hanging in the cooler, something has to be done with it. And the next step would be putting that carcass in an aging cooler, let it age for seven to 14 days, right? In the case of beef, uh, and then take that carcass and cut it down into primals, subprimals, you know, steaks, uh, basically fabricate it, right? Into right. Pack, packaged meat uh, and, and package it and then s- store it in a freezer. So uh, that's that's how the idea was born, really, to uh, to come up with a solution that was uh, that was complete. It was a, basically a complete process, a complete plant that could do that whole process. That's that's what we're doing in kind of a modular, or even almost mobile kind of format. Right. Yeah. It's that's right. So it's prefabricated. Trivan is 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 building these units right here in Ferndale. Uh, we prefabric, we, we design it specifically for, you know, a, a client. So to ensure that it fits well on their location, uh, it has all the attributes needed, you know, for, for their environment. And, um, and then we ship these modules. Usually they're up to four modules on, on trucks, uh, on trailers. They're quite wide. They're 12 feet wide by 50 feet long. So it's a quite wow. a, a large unit. Yeah. And they they go down the road and then are set up at that location. Uh, we just shipped a, a complete set to Texas, and uh, within a week, these modules were were in place on the concrete pad, set up, and they were they're they're ready to operate. So it's very efficient from the point of view of implementation. And um, the beauty of these two is that uh, they allow a a farmer, a farmer, a rancher in an area to do all their own processing. That means the animals stay local, so they could even be harvested right on on the ranch, right? Mm-hmm. So the animals don't get stressed out, which which is bad for the animal, but also causes a, a decrease in the quality of the meat. Yeah. Um, the jobs stay local. People know where their food's coming from. We can comp- we we provide with the system. Uh, complete traceability so from the ear tag of the animal all the way through to the uh, to the packaged product you know barcoded packages uh, you can trace where that food's coming from traceability is huge in food safety right now yeah it's huge and 
a lot of a lot of ranchers have told me, you know, we can send our animals to this large plant in, you know, in the Midwest owned by, you know, one of the four multinationals mm-hmm. that control the industry. We can send our animal there and we have no no uh, assurance really that we're getting our own meat back, mm. right? So yeah. th- those are the kind of problems that you can have. Bob, um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bo- Bob Lauder is with us. He's the president and founder of Everson Base right here in our backyard, uh, Everson-based Friesla. And what, what's the tagline? You said bringing back local meat or something like that? Yeah, restoring local meat processing, yeah. And and that is exactly, I mean, it's just plain and simple and straightforward, and that is exactly what we I'm hearing we need so desperately locally here in Whatcom County, all over Washington State. And as you're experiencing and sharing with us, Bob, it's a need all over the country and even beyond globally uh, to do this kind of thing. Now, let's step back a little bit. Why, for someone who's not familiar with some of the challenges, why aren't there just more regular slaughterhouses? You know, the kind, you know, there used to be a lot more of them around here. What's the problem and, and why would someone be looking to this to, to overcome those issues? Sure. Yeah. No, to, to just reiterate what you just said. Um, what has changed is since the 1960s, there were there were nearly 10,000 slaughter facilities in the U.S. So like approximately three per county. Um, and then over the 50 years since that the industry consolidated to a great extent. Right. So that there's less than one per county now. Uh, so what happens is that animals have to be shipped a long distance and uh, they're because of COVID and that, that really accentuated it, uh, partly because of the COVID um, epidemic, uh, many of those large plants could not operate at capacity or were shut down for a period of time. It really showed that the food chain was very vulnerable in the, in the protein in the meat industry. Now, you so, had been working with this kind of stuff, like you just said, the, the harvest trucks initially at TriVan. You were looking already working on these plans for a more complete system as you are doing now with your company, Friesla. And, and you had just started that process when the pandemic hit. Explain mm-hmm. what, what happened as that all went down about a year ago. Yeah. No, it was pretty amazing. We, um, we have been developing it, and uh, we had plans to to go into, you know, kind of full, uh, f- full mode at Friesla, uh, January of, of this year, but then COVID hit last year and it really propelled us forward. You know, we had to fast forward and, um, working, working with, um, you know, the good people at tribe and we, we developed a, a good, uh, you know, good product that we could implement pretty quickly. And so that that's what we've been doing. So we, we have, yeah, we have these systems being built uh, in for for clients in, in a number of states now. And then we also decided recently, Dylan, to uh, to put a system here locally. Um, and the part of the reason is that, you know, our county has the same issue as most counties. That we have, you know, we have a lot of animals here. We have uh, dairy cows, coal cows, uh, uh, galore. But we also, you know, have a lot of small ranchers, mm-hmm. farmers and ranchers that are raising beef cows. 
and they don't they they some of them have to wait you know uh like you said over a year to get processing done so we said well we have the ability to do this why don't we do this locally as well so that that's what our plan is to do that right here in whatcom county um we're hoping to have have this in place uh, sometime this fall now back to my devil's advocate uh, question mm-hmm. just to flesh out the need for this right now. And again, we're talking with Bob Blotter. He's president and founder of Friesla, Everson-based uh, company that is, uh, from what I'm hearing here, Bob, it sounds like you're going to turn the, the world of meat and local meat on its head uh, with this. Uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute. But back to the question, why, why don't we just have uh, you know, why, why don't people build slaughterhouses here and deal with, obviously there's a demand for it. The, the current infrastructure, the, the, even the local and, you know, like Del Fox, I think down in Stanwood is the closest USDA facility. Those places are backed so far up that nobody can, can hardly get right. in there for a long time. Like we were just talking about, well, there's a demand when, why doesn't someone here locally build something to, to meet that demand? From what I understand, a lot of this has to do with local, with state, and then maybe even most importantly, federal regulations that make it almost impossible to do in a feasible way right now for, for someone to do a, you know, set up a traditional right. facility. Yeah, a traditional, no, that's a perfect question, a really good question, because that's kind of the crux of it, and it's why, why we're in business. Um, these large brick and mortar facilities uh, are, first of all, they're very costly to, to build, and you have to build them in such a way that you know you're not adding on um, year after year. So so you, they usually build them bigger than they have to be, and uh, and the regulations to do that are are, are quite you know uh, onerous. Um, and so we want we wanted to come up with something that was sustainable. Uh, you know that wasn't uh, didn't have to be a really large scale operation. It could be right-sized for the market. Uh, and the beauty of our system too is that if at one point, you know, in the life cycle of the business that, that owns it, they want, want it to pick it up and move it to another location, it can be done. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's flexible, it's movable, it's basically equipment. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a facility, it's equipment. Right. Uh, and it's approved by the USDA. So the USDA, you know, approves this just like they would, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a saw, um, um, and because we've been, you know, we've been USDA inspect all our units that we've been building since 2005 have been USDA inspected. So they're, they're approved by the USDA and, um, most jurisdictions, most counties will also allow this to be used. So we're, we're uh, hoping that there's, you know, there will not be any, any problems with that in Whatcom no. County. And mm-hmm. certainly I would hope anywhere should be, I mean, we should be putting a priority, whether it's at the personal level and our purchasing decisions or at the government level and their decisions on yeah. local food and producing food close to home. Like you said, right. the, the pandemic has underscored that so strongly. Um, yeah. With this, uh, with this equipment being USDA certified, if somebody purchases that, you build it here, ship it to them, uh, and they start to use it, does it need to be then inspected again, or is it good to go because it's already something that, that has been designed to USDA standards? 
Yeah, the way that works with the USDA is that you apply for a grant of inspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you basically get, you know, get a license. Uh, and, and so once your, your unit arrives, then the local, you know, the designated um, inspector or the manager for, for that USDA circuit will come down and have a, have a look, walk through. Um, he'll make ensure that your your HACCP plan, that's that's your USDA plan, um, is all in order. And they'll go through a trial run, right, to uh, to actually run uh, run some some animals through, and be sure that that you've got everything dialed in, and and you'll get your approval. So that's the way the way it's done. And we at Friesla, we offer that complete solution. Like we we have a guy that writes the USDA mm, to uh, help plan. people through that process, make yeah, sure they cross help. all the T's, dot all the I's, that kind of yes, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and ha- mm-hmm. having, I mean, since you guys are building the equipment yourself, it's not being built on site. That way, you know already that it's going to be up to standards when an inspector Correct. locally comes and look at looks at it wherever it is versus building Correct. something on your own of a, a you know unique design you don't know and you can have all kinds of hoops and problems right. to deal with. Just a minute right. left here in our conversation, talking with Bob Lauder of Friesla. Um your phone must have been ringing off the hook once the once the pandemic started and and meat shortages happened. What are you yeah. hearing from people all over on this? What what kind of phone calls are you getting? Yeah, no, it's it's been amazing. Uh, we we do get we get calls. We get uh, we, our website has uh, a, a place for people to you know put their in their requests of information in, and and we're we're hearing the same thing from all over. Right, there's just not enough capacity, and there's an appetite by consumers to to have uh, local food that they know is healthy, know where it comes from. Um, so it's it's just a, a convergence of um, you know, it's just the right time and the right yeah. place for this. Absolutely. So yeah, we're, we're thankful for that. And we're also thankful for the opportunity to, um, to, you know, to hopefully be able to do this here. That's why we started this, this new company called Top Cut Meats mm. that, that will be, uh, will be processing, doing USDA inspected processing for, for local, uh, farms, farmers and ranchers. So we're, we're looking forward to that. What's the website uh, for Friesla if people want to find out more about the system? Well, it's just Friesla.com. So it's F-R-I-E-S-L-A. So it's the like the first letters of a province in Holland called Friesland. <laughs> and, uh, and the story behind that is, is on our website if anybody's interested. <laughs> Friesla dot com check it out yeah. president and founder of free slow with us everson based company by the way this is all local this is happening here locally but it's making waves uh, across the country and beyond bob lauder on the program with us this morning thank you so much for filling us in here on the farming show on kgmi yeah you're very welcome dylan thanks for your interest and uh, thanks for uh, highlighting these these important things week after week much appreciated